Hello, and welcome to Discovering the Jewish Jesus with Rabbi Schneider. I'm Dustin Roberts, the outreach minister here on staff. And for the next half hour, I'll also be your host as we learn more about living a life that's pleasing to God. The culture around us is always trying to pull us in a more worldly direction. And that's why today, Rabbi Schneider is going to show us how to overcome those struggles so that we can be the person that God has created us to be. If you'd like to take some notes on today's lesson, then be sure to download Rabbi's Study Guide online when you go to discoveringthejewishjesus.com. But now, let's join Rabbi. I'm taking specific verses out of John's gospel that I really want to focus on that speak to us of mysteries, truths that we need to unearth to get a better handle on. Today we're continuing in the fourth chapter and we're looking at the episode where Yeshua met the woman in Samaria, the woman at the well she's often referred to. There's something so beautiful that takes place here in this dialogue between Yeshua, Jesus, and the Samaritan woman. And I'm going to begin here in verse number 13. Yeshua said, everyone that drinks of this natural water will thirst again. But whoever drinks of the water that I will give him shall never thirst. But the water that I will give him will become in him a well of water springing up to eternal life. The woman said to him, sir, give me this water so that I will not be thirsty. No, come all the way here to draw. He said to her, Go call your husband and come here. I'm going to pick up with that phrase, go call your husband and come here in a moment. But before I do that, I want to focus on the fact that this woman realized that Yeshua was speaking to her about something that she had not yet experienced. She said, give me this water so that I won't have to thirst anymore. Lord, give me this water, she said that I won't have to thirst anymore, and so I won't have to keep making this long journey to the well every day, schlepping this water around that's so heavy. Give me this newness of life, this empowerment that will give me joy and relieve the burden and make my life easier. You see, Jesus said, come to me, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Yeshua wants to empower us so it doesn't depend on us anymore. Yeshua said, the spirit gives life, the flesh profits nothing. You see, some people think when they hear the term born again, that this is some particular persuasion of religiosity. They're the born again types people think of, you know, some type of narrow-minded fundamentalist Christian. Being born again has nothing to do with that. Being born again, Jesus said, unless you are born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. It has to do with receiving this zoe, which is the word in the Greek, the original New Testament language. It has to do with receiving everlasting zoe life. It has to do with receiving the life of God's own spirit. This is what Jesus is talking about here. If you drink of me, if you receive my spirit into you, my spirit will come into you. He'll fulfill your soul's deepest yearnings. 
So you won't have to be looking to the natural anymore, which can never truly permanently fulfill, but rather you'll receive the type of fulfillment that only God can give, the type of fulfillment that you were born for, the type of fulfillment that is what you were made for because you were made in God's image to live by his life. Jesus said, if you receive me and grow in my life and continue to follow me, my spirit is going to become within you a well of living water that will bubble up from your inside, saturating your psyche, saturating your soul, fulfilling your emotions, clothing you with my beauty, bringing you into intimacy with me. You'll experience my presence and those things that you've longed for in your innermost being that you didn't even know how they could be fulfilled, but you went after all these things trying to fulfill them. What you'll find is your deepest longing, which can only be made complete in me, will be fulfilled and that you will be made whole. In Messiah Yeshua, beloved, you and I become complete. What I'm wanting to communicate to you, beloved one, in this series, in this particular section, Mysteries of the Gospel of John, is the life that you and I should be going after is a supernatural spirit life. Our walk with Jesus, it's not about religion. It has to do with the Spirit. We're led by the Spirit. Sometimes people think they're living a full Christian life simply because they're immersed in Christian culture. And so much of the Christian culture may be helpful, but it certainly isn't going to take us all the way in. We need to enter into the supernatural realm of Hashem, into the spirit world. The Spirit's ways are beyond our ways. The Spirit's thoughts are beyond our thoughts. We're going to have to journey into the Spirit in a way that only you and I can go individually. In other words, God is going to do for each one of us what he did for Abraham. He made Abraham leave everything that was comfortable for him. Abraham had to leave his land. He had to leave his friends. He had to follow the Lord's Spirit so he could enter into something so much bigger. So he could enter into the supernatural promise of God. If you and I are going to enter into this spirit life, this supernatural life, this life that fulfills, if we're going to learn to walk in the spirit, if we're going to be able to move in power, we're going to have to be led by the spirit. It's going to be supernatural. God is going to train us how to abide in him. He's going to train us how to hear his voice. And as we obey him like Abraham did... We're going to enter into something that's so spectacular, so phenomenal, so full, so beautiful. Jesus said, you're going to enter into this provision I've made for you, and you're going to find it's what you've always longed for and been seeking for, even though you didn't know what it was, and you're going to become fulfilled. Let's continue on. Jesus says, whoever drinks of the water that I will give him shall never thirst but the water that I will give him will become in him a well of water springing up to eternal life. Let me comment here that this is not a one-time act because I don't want anybody to become disillusioned here. This is a lifetime pursuit. Jesus said this well of water that people receive when they drink of him, notice that Jesus says it will become within him. It doesn't happen all at once. This is not a one-time zap. Some people, they want to try it, they dabble in it for, you know, a day, a week, whatever it is, and they think it didn't work. No, this is a lifetime pursuit. The Spirit of the Lord becomes within us. 
It's not the Spirit that's becoming, but it's that we're being filled with the Spirit after a life of pursuing Him as we decrease, as He increases, as we learn how to abide in Him, as we surrender our own power to Him to become His servants, slowly we're transformed from grace to grace, from glory to glory. Slowly we're transformed. The old things pass away. We become new creations in Messiah Jesus. And as we age, this new wine becomes the fullness of our life. And even though the outward body decays as we age, our inner man's being renewed day by day so that the older we are, the fuller and happier and more joyful and more content we become. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, and Rabbi will be right back. If you're looking to better equip yourself in your study, pursuit, and growth in Jesus the Messiah, be sure to go online and explore our treasury of Messianic content. You'll find Messianic teaching tools and videos, information about God's seven annual feasts, the Hebrew names, titles of God, and so much more. This content is ready and available for you today online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. At Discovering the Jewish Jesus, we are looking for like-minded people who are ready to partner with us. If you're sensing the Lord leading you to offer a financial gift of support, would you please contact us today? Become a monthly partner. Go to discoveringthejewishjesus.com or to give a gift of any amount today, just call 800-777-7835. That's 800-777-7835. And now here's Rabbi Schneider with the rest of today's message. Just yesterday, I visited a dear beloved friend of mine, a Jewish sister in the Lord, 91 years old. 91 years old. This woman, this Jewish woman, was supernaturally healed spectacularly years and years ago. She's been following the Lord, I mean, passionately ever since. When Cynthia and I went to see her yesterday, I knocked on the apartment door. I hadn't seen her in a few months, so I wasn't sure how she would look. Again, she's 91. I opened the door. I looked at her beloved ones. She looked so beautiful, so fresh, so at peace, like an innocent little girl. I was so blessed to see father's faithfulness to his daughter, 91 years old. She had the peace of the Lord on her. Yeah, her hair's all gray. Her skin's wrinkled, all the different things that happen with age, but yet she was clothed in the joy and the peace of Hashem so that you could visibly see the Father's dew on her face. This is what I'm talking about. The Spirit of the Lord becomes within us, becomes within us. And so we need to realize as we're aging in life, we have to make a decision, what will we pursue? Are we gonna go after the things of the world as consumers, consuming the things of the world, going from vacation to vacation, this restaurant to this restaurant, this television show to this television show, going after the latest fads, thinking somehow the world is going to fulfill us, eating it, ingesting it like the woman at the well that was taking the natural water. Jesus said, no, I want you to stop for a second. I want to tell you about a supernatural water. You see, if you drink your water, you're going to get thirsty again. It might relieve your thirst in the natural for a little while, just like buying a new car makes you feel good for a little while. I even heard about a guy that bought a new refrigerator. He felt so great. He was a young guy, 
He went out and he bought, he got this apartment and he, he had to get a refrigerator for the apartment. And he went out, he found this beautiful refrigerator. This is going back about 15 years ago. And he saw this refrigerator. It was, you know, really sharp looking, stainless steel, shiny. You pressed a button, cold water came out, put your glass in, the ice came out. He had never had a refrigerator like this before. He had grown up with this old refrigerator that was 20 years old. He purchased this refrigerator put it in his apartment, and he was like so blessed that he had this beautiful refrigerator in his apartment. It was the nicest piece of furniture, if you can say that, in his apartment. He was so excited about this new refrigerator that he literally got out of bed in the middle of the night when he woke up to go take a look at that refrigerator. He was so impressed with it. But you know what happened? Eventually, his love went cold. (laughs) All right, the point is everything in the world eventually gets old. But what Hashem, what Father God gives us, it becomes within us a well of living water continuously bubbling up newness of life. God is divine, creative life. He's always new. There's always more. It's always fuller. It's always deeper. And this is what I'm going after. This is what I want to encourage you to go after. It's a supernatural reality. It's not a natural reality. Some people, they think of Jesus as simply a man on the cross that died for their sins. He's so much more than that. Yes, Jesus is God that clothed himself in humanity, lived as a man on earth for 33 years, went to the cross for our sins. His blood was shed. But God is so much bigger than that, beloved. God is invisible. He's a spirit. He's not a man first. He's a spirit that took upon flesh and blood because of his love for you and I. We need to stop thinking of the natural. We need to stop relating to God in the natural. God is spirit. He has no beginning. He has no end. He's outside of time. He exists outside of space. He exists outside of the material world. He's God. And he's called us into a relationship with him. It's unlimited. And so get excited about going after God. He has mysteries to bring you and I into that have never even entered our minds before. The scripture says, eye is not seen and ear is not heard. And it's never even entered into the heart of man, the things that God has prepared for those that love him. God has such an adventure for you. There's such a journey ahead for those that will go after Jesus with their whole heart. But remember, Yeshua said, he spits the lukewarm out of his mouth. It's not enough to compartmentalize Jesus. If you think Jesus is going to be pleased, if you make him your hobby, rather than going after him as your life, You are sadly mistaken. Jesus is not willing to be second best in your life. He's not willing to satisfy for our leftovers. He's not going to take our leftovers. We have to make him first. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Beloved, I want to encourage you. He is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. But you and I have to go after him, beloved, with our whole heart. He has to become the passion of our life. And the way that you could determine whether Yeshua is really the passion of your life is by looking at the way that you and I live. Because faith without works is dead. If we say that Jesus is the passion of our life and yet we live like the world, we're running around like chickens with our head cut off, we're not making time for God in our life, 
If we're not disciplining what we're watching on television, if we're not disciplining the way we're talking and who we're talking to, if we're not disciplining the music that we're listening to, if we're not waking up in the morning and spending time with the Lord, if we're not cultivating a supernatural consciousness of Him and awareness of Him, you know, as much as we can all day long, every single hour, then He's not really occupying the space in our life that He wants to occupy. But to the degree that we open our heart to Him, which is evidenced by the way that we live, to that degree, beloved, he'll come in. He wants to come in. But he can only come in when we make space for him to come in and want him to come in and invite him in. You can crowd him out. Jesus said, behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man opens the door and invites me in, I'm going to come in. But you see, we have to partner with God. He doesn't force himself. He's not a doctrine. He's not a religion. He's a person. And so my question to you, beloved one, is have you put Yeshua, have you put Hashem, Father God, first in your life? Right now, I'm going to ask you. I'm going to give you an opportunity right now. Maybe the Lord is convicting somebody. Maybe as I've spoken today, you realize that, you know what? You thought you loved Jesus. You're going to church. But you know what? You're not really leading a lifestyle that's putting him first. You're not putting them first with your time. You're not making time to spend alone with them every day. You're not putting them first with your talent. You're not using the abilities that he's given you perhaps to serve him, to love him, to be a gift to his people. You're not putting them first with your treasure, your possessions. If you're not beloved, today is the day of salvation. God has given you a will. That's the gift that he's given you and I a will. We can choose. Joshua said, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Again, I want to remind you, Jesus is not willing to settle to be our second best. He's not willing to be a hobby of ours. He needs to become the passion of our life. Jesus said, he that loves father, mother, brother, or sister more than me is not worthy of me. And so, Father, right now, I ask that you will come and open the hearts of those that are agreeing right now that know they need to make a change. Father, I ask you right now to bring them into covenant, intimate relationship with you. That, Father, lifestyles will change. Old things will be broken off. That, Father, those that have not been waking up in the morning, spending time with you first thing in the day, will begin to do that. Father, getting into your word or reading a devotional, putting worship music on. And that, Father, those that need to discipline their speech and the way they're talking, Father, will make that decision. Father, right now, I ask you to impart to every open heart a fiery passion of love for you. Father, burn your fire into our hearts. We want to love you, Abba, with the same love that Jesus loves you with. To learn more about this radio ministry or to learn more about our Bible teacher, Rabbi Schneider, let me invite you to head over to our homepage to discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And while you're perusing our website, be sure to take a moment to explore our treasury of messianic content. The fall holy days were just a few weeks ago, but it's never too late to discover the Jewish roots of our Christian faith. And you'll find all this content content and more. And there's even a page where you can sign up to be a partner with us each month. Here's Rabbi to tell us more. 
many of us have heard the principle of throwing out the baby with the bathwater. And of course, what that means is we throw out the whole thing rather than keeping what's good. The reason I'm bringing this up is that some of us have forsaken honoring the Lord with our tithes and our offerings because we feel there's been those in the past that have tried to manipulate us for money. I simply want to say this, beloved, let's not throw out the baby with the bathwater. Honoring the Lord with our tithes and offerings goes all the way back to the book of Genesis. And today, the scripture tells us, if there are ministries that are blessing us and feeding us, we ought to support those ministries with our finances. Number one, to show thankfulness. Number two, to honor the Lord. And number three, so they can continue to be a blessing to the world. And those of you that sow your finances into ministries that are blessing the world, you're gonna be rewarded for it. Beloved, I wanna ask you for your help and I wanna thank you in advance for your love and sacrificial support. If you feel God leading you to take this step of faith today, then let me explain how you can get in touch with us. First, you can call us at 800-777-7835 or text your donation by simply typing the keyword rabbi to the number 45777. You can also give online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. You know, we are so grateful for your support. And as our way of saying thank you for your generous donations and your faithful obedience to God's leading, we'll send you a select audio CD of Rabbi Schneider's Message of the Month. And it's also available as a digital download. And we're also going to send you our latest newsletter. It's filled with rabbis insightful and uncompromising teaching and testimonies from our worldwide outreach missions. And then if you'd like to connect with not only our team, but with your fellow co-listeners, then you'll want to head over to your favorite social media platform and click the like or subscribe buttons. You'll find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube where we have curated all sorts of insightful videos, encouraging articles, and so much more. But right now, before we wrap up today's message, Entering the Spirit with a special blessing, let me take a moment to pray for us. Father, as many of us are experiencing Halloween in our communities this season, I just ask that you would go before us and that you would help us, Lord, to connect with those who need to hear about you and your son. I pray that we would be a light and that your light would shine brightly through us, Lord, as we navigate this season. We thank you. We give you glory and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, once again, here's Rabbi. In the book of Numbers, chapter 6, the Lord gave instructions to Moses and Aaron to speak this blessing over his people. And the Lord said, when you speak these words over my people, I will place my name on them and bless them. Receive the impartations of the Lord's blessings. Yahweh, 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 Shalom.
The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift you up with his countenance and the Lord give you, beloved one, his peace. God bless you and shalom. Let our prayer team pray for you. We lift up every individual request before the Lord. Submit your prayer request or testimony at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. That's discoveringthejewishjesus.com. You can also connect with us on your social media outlets to stay up to date on the content you love. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and subscribe on YouTube. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a production of Shalom Ministries. Be sure to join us again tomorrow when Rabbi Schneider explains how we can fulfill our deepest desires. That's Tuesday on Discovering the Jewish Jesus.